0: so hi Welcome to the good noise podcast with puppy angst we're gonna ask them some questions today i'm gonna start so what inspired you guys to start the band and what does the band name mean
1: um so it started uh, as a solo project when i was in college um it's probably like my junior or no it's definitely my senior year because i don't think i started playing like shows or anything like that with bands until my senior year. So started it then. It had a different name that was similar, cringier. But can you share I with will the class? Say this, yeah, I can you share with the class. Young, yes, I will. I'm not a young urban professional, but I called it yuppie Yanks, and it was kind of like a joke to be like, oh haha you know, like it's supposed to be like a sarcastic thing but mm-hmm. after a while I was like I kind of hate it like <laughs> yeah I don't know I was like working you know food service and stuff like I still work food service Um, mm-hmm. definitely not a young urban professional I don't know if corporate America would hire me you can't see but I also have like visible tattoos and stuff so changed it to be angst when I was um like at a thing I was playing like some show and I was just hanging out and I don't know I just kind of it came over me I was like I'm just gonna change all of my accounts to puppy angst and I'm just gonna make a new email just do that and then I think it was the summer of 2018 when after years of trying to have like band members so this was like a few years after I started the solo project I started the solo project like I guess like 2016 maybe like fall of 2016 then the summer of 2018 was when we added band members. Finally, I'd been looking for people to play in the band for a long time. And yeah, it's been like that since then. Um, The way I consider the name is like, I don't know, it's like silly and cute. um, And I feel like kind of like that it's got like kind of like a silly charm to it. I get self-conscious about it sometimes being like, oh, I'm writing emotional music and then just like using this kind of dumb name. But yeah.
2: (laughs) <laughs> puppy angst is the cutest name ever so please don't change it
1: it's the best okay, thing thank i've you. ever heard we were considering yeah. changing it for a second so. no no that's don't. what
0: caught our attention
1: huh? <laughs> okay so we can't everyone keeps recently i've had a lot of people tell me like i love it you can't change it and i'm like it's so cute you have to you know keep it. you've taken me back so now i'm just looking for other dog bands to to listen to so that the i can really lean into the dog bands. yeah <laughs> That makes Do like a dog band compilation.
2: Oh my god. Imagine. That'd Just be so am. cool. I That'd be... Oh my god. I, I love this, right? Are you guys writing this down?
0: i can
1: Oh, it's it's all on my Twitter. It's on our Twitter that I use as my Twitter. <laughs> Is <sensor. your> personal?
0: <laughs> I mean, I use the Good Noise Podcast that's... one the same way.
1: Yeah, that's what Shane does. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. You know, if I mean um so i play in kississippi as well Mm. and zoe uses the kississippi twitter as her personal she does so it's like Mm -hmm. i feel like that's a common thing i had my own twitter for a while but then keeping up with two i just followed all the same people so i would spend like twice as long scrolling the same exact news feed and i don't know why i did that or timeline or whatever it's called on twitter (laughs) so i would just spend so much like extra time just like looking at the same tweets over and over again for no reason so Mm -hmm uh yeah I deleted my personal Twitter account and I was like I'll just use the band one as my own and hope hope that works out I don't know yeah well it's working out so good job thank you exactly (laughs) of course uh so congratulations
2: (laughs) definitely (laughs) so congratulations on your most recent release
1: tiny thoughts how do you feel about the response to it so far oh we've like had a bit of a resurgence recently, since i got tiktok so oh. I got some new people listening and i feel like i've been doing a little more self-promo at this point in the um in the pandemic uh mm-hmm. i feel like i don't love doing that because i feel weird being like listen to my band <laughs> yeah um, but it works i mean like people Those. are usually really nice about it and they're like oh yeah i'll listen to your band exactly i mean i gladly listen to people's bands if they like kind of if I were to p- make a post that was like, "What bands do you like?" and I have done this, like for playlists and stuff, um, mm-hmm. like I made a love song playlist recently, and I was like, "Give me love songs. They can be from your band. I just want to hear them." And yeah. people would be like, "Oh, I hate to self-promo, but me." Aww. I'm like, "No, please self-promo. Like, that's a point. Find your music. Yeah, exactly." So when I see another post that's like, "Drop your music," I'm not like. Trying, I'm trying not to be so self-conscious about it anymore.
2: I mean, exactly.
0: um, as long as you're not DMing people, because I find that oh, to be yeah. super annoying. As it's long as you're annoying. not DMing people, like, hey, listen to my music, you can self-promo all you want. Exactly. Yeah, but like, we have people just send like their tweets with their new album in it with like nothing attached. I'm like, I'm not even gonna respond to this. Like, I couldn't be bothered.
2: Yeah. yeah. So. And also, you can't be mad at a band that's called Puppy Angst. So. So true. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's like
1: puppy love but a little more sad because
2: it's so cute like i just <laughs> see an angry puppy and it's oh my god i love it so much
1: i'm excited for our next merch run which is gonna be a cute puppy themed so, one i'm so whenever excited whenever we get around to making sh- mm-hmm. it's it's hard work Getting yeah. all this stuff together. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: Shane knows. Uh, is there any meaning behind the album name or EP name or or the cover art?
1: All right. Well, this is all pre-John, so I'm sorry, John, that oh. I'll these passed. questions can't apply. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, John. Um, sorry, John. I, okay. The album name comes from um one of the lines in the song Moths, which is the first song, and... I feel like that's our most popular one. People tend to like that one a lot. Um, so the line is, "My thoughts are tiny lives that I am cultivating." Mm-hmm. So the tiny and thoughts were like in the same line. So I kind of just like took a couple words out. Um, and then the album art, I made that, um, and it was just just like a couple of pictures, and I like superimposed them because that release was super last minute. Actually, we recorded it really quickly because we were just trying to put some like demos out there and then we decided we should like just make it an EP because you can do home recorded EPs like that's fine yeah um, and then we had a friend's like a friend of a friend's band coming from Texas they wanted to play a show with us in December so we just picked the day of that show to be like the album release day mm-hmm. or wow. the EP release day so it was kind of just like down to the wire we're not going to do that again because okay. it was incredibly stressful <laughs> yeah and listening know. back to the, there's definitely things that like I personally I wish I had I don't know listened to my vocal takes that was my own decision not to because I told Dylan that if I did I'd be too much of a perfectionist and like spend too much time on it yeah. um, but when I listen back sometimes I'm like I know I could have done better you know so it's mm. like yeah. this time around we're doing it like we're gonna record it all first before even like picking release dates you know yeah yeah it's
0: a smart
2: idea
1: that's a good idea (laughs) yeah rushing it's not great i don't know why we did that
2: no No. (laughs) Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this ep
1: um sorry that i keep answering all these questions guys Um, i promise there'll be questions for you as well Mm -hmm. (laughs) good (laughs) the way that um those were like five songs that I just kind of had written mm-hmm. when we had our first practice. Those were like the five songs that we learned as a band, and that was just like our set for a while while we were like learning to play as a band together. Mm-hmm. Um, the oldest one of the bunch is twenty-one. I wrote that when I was twenty-one, and I didn't. We didn't record it till I was twenty-two. And we didn't release it till I was twenty-three. Wow, now I'm twenty-five. need to write one for every year you know Um, yeah so there were just like a like a couple of songs that I like felt good about after playing them like solo at shows I was like oh I like these songs um my personal writing process for how I go about writing songs is kind of chaotic I don't have like a process I kind of just like will be playing guitar and happen upon something I think sounds good and then it just kind of like happens it just you know I feel like I can't force myself to write a song. If I have the beginning of a song or like some of a song, then I can force like some, like the rest of it. But I can't just sit down and be like, I'm going to write a good song today. Usually that's not how it works. I usually go back into like chord progressions I've already written when I was just experimenting or whatever. Um, And I tend to watch like Real Housewives while I play guitar because (laughs) it's my favorite uh, way to unwind. I know that sounds crazy, but... It is. Uh, I really like watching them fight. I don't know. Yeah, and, I'm, that's fair. and I'm watching and I'm like, oh, I could just play whatever I want. And then when I finally come to something I like, I'm like, OK, I'll pause this and I'll write some lyrics and start singing and stuff. But it's a good way to have my brain kind of shut off so I can just do what feels right. Yeah
2: you're not th- thinking like too hard on it because you're just kind of distracting yourself and just kind of fiddling yeah. and then you're like oh wait hey that sounds good give me a second so that's
1: that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah that's usually the when the best songs come out for me is when I'm like not trying too hard. I have tried too hard in the past and I'm never happy with those songs <laughs> um, so then I brought those to like our first few band practices Um our original bassist Kyle um, who's no longer in the band they play in Steve and they got like signed to a label. That was when John came in. Um, So it was Kyle, Eric, Dylan and I, and we just filled out these songs together. And yeah, I feel like that's kind of been the process so far as like me bringing like the song, like structure, like my parts Mm -hmm. with like my guitars and my vocals and then everyone else adding in their parts. Um, There have been a couple of times where we like change things around or something as a group so okay. hopefully more like stuff like that in the future as well
0: yeah all right
1: Solid. that's sick
0: well you guys already answered the first half of my question uh so which song on the ep is your favorite we can go round table on this one
2: exactly
1: um my um, favorite I like uh... probably...
0: Sorry. Oh. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> the lag is bad uh john you can go first
1: yeah
3: oh me okay yeah um That's tough. Uh, I guess I do like the song Moths a lot. Um, But that's just from my own perspective. It's like kind of the, it was like the simplest song to work with. So I felt like I could like change up as like a bass player. I could like change up what I was doing to make it interesting for myself. So I feel like of the original EP songs, when we do it live, that's the one that's like the most different. Whereas for the other songs, I kind of just respect what Kyle did because okay. they're a very talented musician. So I just play the book, but, uh, yeah, I like moths.
0: All right. Eric, you can go next. Alyssa, we've heard a lot from you. We're going to let you go last.
1: <laughs> that's that's <fair. laughs>
4: Um, I think I like 21 the best just cause it's, uh, I think it's like the most energetic one on the EP. And also it's just the most fun to play. Um, Like when we first started playing as a band, I was going to mention this before, actually, I forgot, um, when you were talking about, uh, like how the band started or whatever. So I was living at this, uh, this show house in South Philly called the Sin Bucket, um, for like years and years. And, uh, there was a show at my house and I'd met Alyssa like a few times, like through friends. Um, and, uh, like, I was pretty drunk, but Alyssa was like, I'm looking for people to play in this band. And I think Alyssa actually opened that show, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I played that one. That was Yeah. How- we had met a couple of times. The first time we met was at Bonnie's Capistrano Bar. Yes, absolutely. Like bar. Oh, no. Yeah.
4: yeah, so, I don't know. They were talking about, like, needing people to fill out their band. I was pretty drunk and they're like oh I need a drummer and I'm like oh yeah like I'm a drummer like I'll play drums in your band I've never played drums in the band in my whole life at that point
2: oh my
4: uh, god! <laughs> <laughs> so I had taken lessons when I was like young and like I you know pl- I play guitar and sing uh in bands uh for years now and I'd always like mess around on drums and stuff but uh I was just like, oh yeah, and then like, but it was like one of those things where I'm like, oh, like I had a drunk conversation with someone, like they're totally gonna forget about it and like never bring it up again, so I'm like in the clear. And then they hit me up like the next day. I think like, hey, like let's let's jam this week. I was, Fuck, <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna get found.
1: Okay, down. well the thing is, <laughs> the thing is, you, Dylan, and Kyle all play drums, bass, and guitar. So the idea was like, oh, we'll pick whatever anyone's comfortable with. And mm-hmm. I knew for a fact that you had a place to practice at least. So I was like, that's good. We have like a practice space. And I don't know, I always thought you were a very nice person, like every time we'd hung out, like a cool dude. My friends yeah. who typically hate men Rick, you know, so I'm like, <laughs> that's a good sign. Yeah. Same goes for John too. These are two oh, good dudes right he, here.
4: Solid. Thanks, Alyssa. Um, <laughs>
1: um
4: yeah. I love but- them. I- I, love I the think boys. that, um, yeah, no, I mean, like, I loved hanging out with Alyssa in general, like, a few times we had hung out. So it's like, yeah, whatever, like, we'll just see how it goes. And I'll just be up front when we practice. Like, dude, I've never played drums in a band before. Like, I was, like, <laughs> talking out of my ass. I was drunk, okay. whatever. Yeah. Um, but it turned out good. And I think I like 21 the best because I think that that was, like, the first song, like, that we played as a band where I felt, like, really confident in what I was playing.
0: If that oh. makes sense. Yeah. That's true. Alyssa,
1: now you may go. It's your turn. All right. Um, this changes. Um, each one, there's a different reason why I like it. Um, I think um, based on how it sounds on the EP, the two I'm most proud of are Meet at the Show and Closure. So changes between those two mostly. But I do like like I like moths a lot I just wish I had done a better job performing it on the song <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah. like there's just things like that I do differently now just playing it like well not playing it live right now but when we were playing it live there were just like certain things that I changed like in like the vocal performance and like varied a bunch of things and yeah I just wish the EP made like the EP recording like reflected that mm-hmm. but um I am like proud of like the lyrics uh and it seems to like resonate with people, so that does give it a special place in my heart, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Same. Would with you ever? Like... Oh, I'm sorry. Continue. Oh, that's okay. Um, but I would say it's like probably closure or meet at the show. Mm-hmm. I like meet at the show because that's the one that sounds the most like title fight. Is what people have told me. So yeah. <laughs> when good. I played it solo once, um, my friend um from Brackish was like. That like I can tell you listened to like a lot of t- like title fight recently. I can tell you've been listening to Hyperview. I'm like mm-hmm. and that was when it was solo, like just plugged in guitar with no effects. So I was like, cool. Yeah. So, um
2: wait, so would you ever re-record some of these tracks and put it out as just like a twenty twenty-one version? Or would you just rather leave it how it is? Or on an
0: album.
1: Um, well, it's a little hidden intel, but we do have an album's worth of material written where none of it's like any old stuff it's like songs we played as a band like live um and then just like a bunch of new songs um but I personally would record like re-record some of the EP songs I think that'd be cool and it'd be cool to get like John to do his take on the EP songs or like maybe even just like one of them yeah
2: that'd be pretty cool that uh, we can be like a introduction, not introduction in in. What, sorry, whatever. <laughs> so, um, can you tell me where your headspace was while creating this EP? I know it was almost three years ago now, since it was released.
1: Well, I do wish that Dylan was here. Um, sadly, they are not in the in the Zoom. But, um, what was my headspace at? I don't know. I was like. It was a stressful time only because I gave this, like, weird time like, mm-hmm. limit on it for some reason, um, which I know not to do again. Um, yeah. It was pretty fun to, like, record it at Dylan's house. Um, we just did it in their basement. Um, so that was, like, nice. So it felt, like, pretty comfortable, like, just working, you know, with your friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not being, like, in a studio and worrying about, like, oh, my God. We're spending so much money doing this like yeah yeah by the minute and we're like being charged um so it was cool to do it that way and it was yeah. like nice to like kind of because this was the first real like recording thing i did for like a project where i like wrote like wrote anything mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i have been in other bands before where i did like play on like a record but it didn't really feel like it didn't feel like it was like mine in the way that it did with this yeah um the band that I used to be in that um, we haven't announced our breakup yet, but we will be soon. Um, we've oh. just kind of been really quiet, um, Blushed. I also felt that way about Blushed a lot of the time where I was like, oh, I feel like even though maybe I didn't write this song, but I feel like a deep connection with like the bass line I played or like the backing vocals I added Yeah. Um, because I did like write my parts for that band. But yeah. this was like, you know, I wrote these songs and it was I don't know. It was so special—the release show we played at the Sin Bucket. I'll always think about that night as like a really good puppy egg show.
2: So Shown much was fun! Was like
1: full of people, and like there were a bunch of people there that I didn't know, so it was like everyone's friends, which was really nice. And yeah,
2: hell yeah! So I, it was like that a lot of show.
1: stress building up to a really great moment, which yeah. I feel like tends to happen with recording yeah. and like leading up to shows or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's fair
0: um so what band or artist influence do you think he can hear the most on the cp
1: i want john to answer this because he didn't record on it and i remember when um when we were looking for a new bassist i just made like a facebook post and his girlfriend ivy actually from Corey flood messaged me and was like oh or commented that john would be into it and then you know he messaged me and i sent him the songs and i was like let me know what you think and i was like I don't know. We like barely know each other. We had met like a couple years ago and I was like, John plays in some really great projects and he's such a good basis. Let's oh, so your girlfriend even, like, signed you know. up for this gig. Oh my God.
3: <laughs> yeah. She's my number one fan slash agent. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not one for having uh, the gift of gab or self-promotion. Um, so it's tough for me to reach out to people, but Alyssa, actually Alyssa and I met uh, before I hit them up for the band uh we actually interned at the headroom studios together in philly which is a really wait
1: wait. i thought you were just recording there when i was still interning we both interned there but not at the same
3: time are you sure
1: yeah we have was it at the same time i thought so oh well i remember meeting you there i remember meeting you when you were playing in that band where the lead singer wore like a leather jacket the whole time oh
3: man yeah he was you going for like that? Keith- oh i i remember that yeah he was going for like a keith richards kind of vibe um but all the power to him you know he, he pulls it off <laughs> yeah. definitely
2: uh, hear the leather jacket yeah <laughs> that was so stupid I'm no
3: but it, it had like a, a sound for sure like a definitely. Yeah. we were like going for a rock and roll thing mm. um but yeah what was the question like what bands <laughs> <it>
2: influence yeah <laughs>
0: What band's already do you think you can hear the most on the EP? Oh, yeah.
2: gosh.
3: I'm probably the worst person to ask this question. Uh, it's also been a while since I've listened to some of these songs. I mean, Alyssa already said title fight. Um, I mean, it's got like a shoegaze sound to it. Uh, gosh. And I know Alyssa's a fan of um, oh, what's that? Is that band? Uh that one band. That band, I know. Oh the Beatles, yeah. Duh. Beatles, yeah. It's oh, Beatles. Yeah. Are yeah. Yeah, no, you thinking by Bloody
4: Valentine? Oh,
3: oh no, I was thinking uh Death Cab. Um
1: oh yeah, I do I'm not yeah, sure yeah. If
3: you can hear Death Cab on these songs, but I think that sort of like maybe like emo pop, like there's like some of that in there, you know, like a sprinkling, a teaspoon. <laughs> Okay.
1: So. I would agree, honestly. One of the new songs, um, I sometimes like char- characterize the songs like different bands that influenced me or like different bands I was listening to a lot when I wrote it. One of the songs on the new one does have heavy death cap influence, in my opinion, and then another one has heavy bully influence. I love bully; she was my top artist for last year. Oh. I listened to her so much. So I don't know if you could hear it on the first one because I don't think I had even heard bully yet when that. Wow. while we wrote. That. Um, I would say yeah, My Bloody Valentine is definitely one of my major influences. I love them so much. Uh I got to see them and it was like the best show I've ever been to. They sounded incredible. I love the wall of sound that they create. It's amazing and their riffs. Um Death Cab is a good one. Title Fight. Um Pity Sucks, their last album was like so good and I definitely have a bunch of songs on that. Off of that for like our puppy eggs inspiration playlist that we have mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. let me think if i can think of any more i i'm so bad at this question too which is why i tried to push it off onto john it's Eric, major, what do you think
4: what do i think well i definitely think that title fight and my bloody valentine have to be up there because they're definitely Alyssa's like favorite bands um because she talks about they talk about them all the time. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um, I think, uh, I, yeah, I think those two bands probably, I'm not really sure because some of it is like um, more, oh, man, Def- defining genres is, is difficult. Um, it's like, I know that those are the two bands that influence Alyssa the most, but I'm not, sure that i even really hear them all too much other than maybe title fight in a couple songs so i'm not sure okay mm-hmm.
1: that's a hard question i don't know why it's it's always been like anytime i have to do for fans of i've i usually just say like hyperview era title fight pity mm-hmm. sex shoegaze in general mm-hmm. i don't know because i do like to go for like the gazy sound yeah. mm-hmm. keep my chorus pedals on at all times Definitely. All
2: right. So all good answers, honestly. Uh, so this one should like super super fast. Off the top of your heads, I want you to describe this EP for new listeners in three words. You all have to do it.
0: No three more, people. no less.
2: No more, no less.
0: Do we get a
3: word
2: each? Three words. No no no. Each of you.
1: Three words each. each.
2: Yeah, three words each.
1: I'll go last because I have talked the most.
4: Loads of fun.
2: Solid.
3: Okay. Solid. a pass. Uh, lo-fi, catchy, uh, and fuzzy.
2: Fuzzy. Okay. Solid. Like a dog. A pup.
1: Like a. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's good. it's really good. Like like a dog. No. Um, <laughs> bummer. Dream pop. Ooh. I tend to play that a lot. Or like bummer <laughs> pop, or like gazy bummer pop, but
0: something like that okay yeah
1: those are really good i like those a lot
0: uh so in the same train of thought uh is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while going through the ep
1: should i go first yeah (laughs) all right um i feel like with moths i want people to feel like they are standing up to people or situations that make them feel small or bad like walking away from things that feel bad Mm -hmm. same with killing time that's another one where it's like breaking away from that sort of thing meet at the show is definitely like a moodier one that one's like very uh very just like I don't know like I can't really remember things well and like kind of talking about that um It's like a vague reference to my partner because I'm like in it saying um when I come home will you be around to meet me at the show It's like talking Mm -hmm. about him um that one I would say like kind of like angstier but in like a heavier way because I feel like that is like the heaviest song so maybe like more I don't know moshy would probably not be the right word but (laughs) that type of feeling maybe Mm -hmm. closure I want people to have a sense of like like the first two have the same kind of thing where you're like saying goodbye to something that doesn't serve you and like Mm -hmm. being able to stand up to you know people in your life who are not good for you or you know something like that closure is similar um and 21 is just fun I don't know that one's just like just have fun at the end I feel like that's kind of the vibe is like these are all kind of sad. And then the last one's also sad, but it's like, have fun anyway. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good.
2: Does anybody else want to add anything?
0: You don't have to if you don't want
3: to.
2: Yeah, you don't have to if you don't want to. Sorry.
3: Um, I mean, maybe people could feel like empowered after listening to the EP.
0: Okay, um, I like that.
3: Yeah, I think just in general with like things that are obviously have like a home recorded sound. There's Mm -hmm. something like accessible and obtainable to it. Like, you know, you can do this too. Like, at least when I listen to like stuff, people record themselves. It's like, yeah, like we can all record music. Like we all have it within us. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. So you kind of want people to listen to your stuff and be like, Oh wait, shoot, maybe I could do music too
1: type. I definitely feel that way. I feel like (laughs) everyone who, wants to be able to do music should just do it yeah and even if you just do it as a hobby you don't even have to like release anything unless you want to because I know there's like a pressure like oh you have to release something to be a real musician and that's not true yeah you just play for yourself and that's like I think everyone who wants to be able to play music or sing or pick up an instrument should be able to do it Mm -hmm. I remember getting like my voice picked on a lot when I was in high school my choir teacher did not like the sound of my voice and made it clear one of my college auditions um, I didn't get in for music but I did get in academically so I asked like what could I like improve because I did like the school Mm -hmm. and one of the judges on the panel of people who watched my audition emailed me back and was like You know your voice is just kind of weak and not very good and you should maybe get a private teacher and practice up really hard and then you can like try again next year or something it was like similar to that and i don't know i feel like that mentality made it made my my singing worse i got so timid and scared that by the time i got to college i was like broken down in like a shell of like a singer Mm -hmm. after years of feeling like so bad about my voice And then I had a voice teacher, my private voice teacher in college and my choir teacher too. They both had this like teaching mentality of like everyone's voice can, you know, like we're just trying to build you up to your fullest potential of what your voice sounds like. And there's no right way to sound Mm -hmm. Um, as in the chorus, obviously you have to blend and all that. And I was pretty good at that. Um, But then my private teacher was like helping me grow out of that and regain confidence again. And I feel like I like that mentality of like anyone should be able to do it if they want to even if they don't want to release anything or like sing in public or anything like that yeah. nobody should feel bad about their ability yeah
2: geez yes. I'm, I'm sorry they said that because that's I don't know that's that's so insensitive I don't know like yeah a I- t- teenager too like
0: you're a panel. Uh, like, you're on a yeah. panel for like a college to like get over yourself.
1: Exactly. <laughs> like you're, I wasn't yeah, even for going for vocal performance. I was going for music therapy. So like, that's like
4: that weird elitism, right? That exists in that.
1: Yeah, but I, think that I hate elitism. Also,
4: but that like also speaks to like what John was saying, right? Is that like especially with like you know Gen Z, millennial generations, it's like all this stuff is accessible for the first time ever, mm-hmm. right? Like the ability to record yourself and get like a decent quality, like, um, like, and the ability to do that like so cheaply and, and in so many different ways. Even like you know, people creating listenable recordings through their cell phone. You know, it's yeah. just so interesting. Yeah. And I think it proves right because of like you see what is popular in music and what people like gravitate towards. It proves that there isn't. A specific right way and you don't have to be academically or like theoretically perfect to be able to create music mm-hmm. right yeah. and, and i don't know and i think that, that even like if you look like the history of humanity right like a lot of these kind of genres come from like chants and like you know group singing um while working and shit and shit like that and like that is like and that's what people gravitated towards so you know the kind of academic elitism with music is garbage Mm -hmm. in my opinion I feel the
1: same way about art as someone who used to take art classes in like middle school but then I stopped to do music classes for some reason I picked choir over art classes (laughs) uh just to get told my voice was not great but I got back into art like last year like making it more so and I don't know I might not be like the best artist or whatever but I have a lot of fun doing it it's nice and like Even if I'm not amazing at everything, I like some of the stuff I make and other people sometimes like it too. And at least I'm, you know, expressing myself in a way and it doesn't matter if I'm like the best or not, you know, and as someone who is like a reformed perfectionist a little bit, I still have the tendencies, but it's like nice to be able to do something creative and not have to like be a certain like level or whatever. Exactly. So that is a good one, Dawn. I want people to feel empowered and be like, I can also write some songs and get a band and play them. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Great answers. Made me happy. Made me
2: smile. Um, So in the nicest way possible, why haven't you guys dropped anything in three years? Because <laughs> like, okay, wait. are you dropping anything this year? You mentioned
1: an album. You so just... <laughs> we did put a song on a compilation in the, 2020 it came out it's called Mm -hmm. my best it's on the compilation In abundance of nothing and it's our friend mike wolf's um it was his senior project for graduating from uarts he recorded it and mixed it and mastered it i believe like pretty much the whole comp except for like one or two songs Mm -hmm. that is on spotify it is i should have done better promoting it i don't know i did like promote the comp as much as i could before it came out yeah Um, but it is on there and we did do like, not maybe like a full band thing, but Dylan programmed the drums for this and also like some synth parts. John contributed some bass. Eric, unfortunately does not have any way to record at his house. So, and it was due at a certain day, but we put a cover of Supercut by Lord onto a compilation um, by Booked by Grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a New York booking comp or booking collective. Mm. Um, they put that out in on New Year's day, so. So, you have been putting I, out stuff. Yeah, just like, okay. Bengals, I've been yeah. doing my best okay. to like, you know, shout about it, but maybe not enough. And oh, it's not, that one's not on Spotify or streaming. That's only on Bandcamp. Okay. But I'm pretty proud of it. Um, Redacted Emotions, which is like a radio show thing on Twitch, they played it last night for their little live. That was cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's sick.
2: Okay. Good to know you guys just didn't fall off the face of the earth. Thank we you for. That. Yeah, thank you for informing we, me. That makes we me kind
1: agree. of did, like, a little bit. Like, we haven't done, like, any, like, big releases or anything. Mm-hmm. We're trying to change that. Uh, well, going to, like, a lineup change. And then, yeah. like, John does tour a lot. So working around that when touring was still a thing, we're, we're getting there. I mean, we demoed out the whole, pretty much have finished demoing out the whole full length. And oh. I'm feeling pretty confident about these songs. We just have to... Get the the drums are almost done. Dylan's parts just need to get done, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna try to book some studio time. Hell that's yeah. exciting. I'm excited for you guys. That's that's sick.
0: All right. Uh, so, where do you guys see the band in the next five years?
1: I would like them to answer. Yeah, first. don't speak all at
0: once.
3: Now, come on. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, touring. Uh, we've only played in Pennsylvania. Where was the farthest we went to? Like, Lansdowne, right? No, we played in Virginia, too.
1: Oh, Uh, when we first released, um, Meet at the Show, um, we played, it was a, a different lineup because Eric and Kyle were not available, but we had already taken these shows. At the time, I think that we took them, Kyle maybe was available or maybe Eric was, but then, like, things changed. So we did it with Dylan, myself, and my partner, Dan, filled in on bass. Dylan played drums. We played a show in Richmond, Virginia, and in, I'm forgetting, Frederick, Maryland, I believe, something like that. Oh, okay, yeah. We also have played Long Island. Our second show was on Long Island, which is where I'm originally from. We played like a, it was actually an animal names, like cats and dogs and like pet names kind of. Themed show where it was like all yeah, the day yeah. Had like dog or cat names oh my god yeah that was cool that was when it was me dylan eric and kyle that was our second show okay but yeah besides that we have not really gone too far
2: okay well if you ever plan on going back to virginia let me know and i will go so
1: Oh, awesome. I didn't realize you were in Virginia. Yeah,
2: when when you said Virginia, I was like, oh my god, nobody comes here, so it was really cool to hear that you... that you.
0: She begs um, people to go there, and then they go there, and she can't make it.
2: Because they go to, like, uh... like the farthest spot, and I'm like, you know I can't make... I gave you a specific spot, and it's whatever, though. Sorry, John. Where in
1: Virginia are you?
2: I am in... I'm near Virginia Beach.
1: Okay, cool. I have a friend who's from there, originally. Um, Yeah, we played Richmond, um my other band uh, blushed which is no longer active we played richmond a couple of times because we had some friends who used to live there i think they might still live in richmond they might have just moved out of the house they were living in okay sick yeah i like virginia i've been there a couple times i feel like Mississippi played there when i toured with them a year ago or Ooh. that's probably more than a year ago now yeah <laughs> a know. little over a year ago
2: it's it's okay. Just it's okay. Let's just say let's just say a year ago. Let's just yeah yeah yeah. yeah. John, it, it I looked like you were going to like... say something.
3: I uh, know. I mean, it's hard to even know what to say because I feel like this past year has felt like five years. So like <laughs> I'm be happy to play any show. Honestly, like
2: mm-hmm.
3: it's good. Yeah, we haven't even practiced as a group in person in uh, several several months. Oh my god. So, yeah, the future is a very strange concept. Right
1: I now. work coffee, and I don't want to endanger any of any of my students. Mm. <laughs> that's valid. Stay safe. I'm going uh, to get this vaccine soon, I hope, because yeah. I am in a front-facing food service job. hmm right. Hope you get it.
4: Um, Me too. I think I, I think in five years, we'll probably be playing on Mars. So um, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's the goal is to just, like, you know,
1: colonize the uh star system or whatever none of that eric come on i know you're joking um let me see i think in five years i would like to definitely have this full length out Mm -hmm. definitely have that done um i think like a couple of tours um if that's possible like i really Every time I think, oh, shows are going to come back at this time because that's what people are saying. Mm-hmm. Every time that happens, it just gets pushed off again. Yeah. So I just am trying not to be too hopeful about any of it so that I don't get my hopes up too high. But mm-hmm. I think within five years, I think it's possible that we'll play shows and tours. And um, one of my big goals is to one day play Union Transfer, which is like the big, cool Philly venue. Hopefully my girlfriend
0: loves that venue. <laughs>
1: It's so great. Solid. All right. <laughs> That's like a a big goal. I don't know. It'd be cool yeah. to like get to play stuff like that, or I don't know, even just get to tour with a couple of bands I really admire and look up to. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be sick. I hope you guys get to do
2: all of that. Cause that'd be sick. Including
0: I'll... the playing on Mars.
2: It's, including
1: <laughs> it's that. It's gonna
0: happen. It will. It will.
1: It will. Oh, okay. So we'll see. <laughs> For the last I feel like years. that's not oh. going to happen in five years. That's probably like a more like 20. No, that's
0: like tomorrow. Uh,
1: yeah, that's tomorrow. The ship goes yeah. off tomorrow.
0: Pack did you bag. not get the
1: exactly. email? I didn't. You know how I they did get an it. email that Neopets has an app coming out, and I signed up to beta test it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Neopets <laughs> Just, email.
4: Um, what's I don't
1: what's know the... why I'm still signed up for Neopets emails, <laughs> but that's hey, like it's... a description of me if I've ever heard one. I <laughs> spent I my hear... whole... Formative years, childhood, adolescence on Neopets. I learned how to code. I mm-hmm. forgot how to code oh, nice. layouts. I made my first internet friends. I got cyberbullied for the first time when I was oh like, "Oh my god! No. <laughs> wow!" Was <On Neopets>?
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, your Neopet not cute enough? Is that why?
1: Oh. No, I started. Ag- yeah. Okay, so I actually I know people lied to say they were thirteen to be able to use all the Neopets features. The first account I ever had. I printed out the permission slip my dad signed it for me Rest in peace dad he signed my Neopets permission slip so that I could go on the boards and stuff and have the oh guilds God. and everything oh and then he faxed it in and uh then I got to go on the the guild boards and everything and I started a guild with someone it was about fairies because I love the Neopets fairies mm-hmm. and I didn't realize I was bisexual to like a few years ago meanwhile I literally looked at the neopets fairies like every day and I would try to draw them mm-hmm. they were everything to me uh we made this guild and I think I just didn't like I was like nine or ten like I was really young and the person I made this guild with was like like a full-on teenager so that's kind of weird like they were like in their late teens um and I guess I didn't do something properly like with one of the pages or something like I don't even know but she got so mad and she took all of the designs down and wrote all this like hateful stuff about me and was like this person ruined the guild it was very upsetting oh my god but now I think it's hilarious because I'm like I was like nine or ten years old yeah and it was a fairy guild that's so sad i'm sorry (laughs) okay i think it's i think it's pretty funny um also it's like i don't know i did go through this process to be able to even like do these guilds and neopets things so permission slip that you then have to fax in because yeah i don't know it's a different world
3: what a bygone era
1: (laughs) i know i haven't even seen a fax machine in like a decade I forgot they existed, to be completely honest. So. Me too. Yeah. Until that memory just flooded back to me. This is how my memory works. I forget everything, and I just like walk through in like a haze. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly something will remind me, and I'm just like, viscerally thrown back, and I'm like, whoa, Neopets, I got cyberbullied on there. Fax <laughs> machines. Yeah. Wow. That's that's interesting. Definitely. <laughs> I'm sorry to derail this. I feel like okay. I can't do this
2: no it's okay it's okay i just want to say um for the last couple questions we're actually going to shift away from music if we were still on that topic um and we're going to go straight to death row boom so if you're on death row what would your last
1: meal be with the drink
0: very big boom
1: my god i can't go first i'm very indecisive oh. mm. this is such a hard question wow
2: Somebody has to go first. Right. Yeah. John. Doo,
3: doo, All right. All right. Um, my food of choice would be, you know, like Ninja Turtles pizza. Like, you know, like pizza, like that Ninja Turtles would eat. Like, it's gooey. Oh, it's yeah, like a yeah, yeah, Cheese yeah, yeah. pizza. It's like the perfect amount of gooeyness and like texture and heat. You can yeah. see the steam. So, like that kind of pizza, not mm-hmm. from a specific place because I don't know, but just a really good cheese pizza mm-hmm. with. Uh a coke in a glass bottle style <laughs> yeah, coke Good.
4: yeah um I mean, okay, in actuality, I feel like not to get too heavy, but i probably just hunger strike because uh capital punishment is bullshit, but if I had to choose something. It would probably be a Red Crest Buffalo Chicken Sandwich, which is, like, an awesome fried chicken place in South Philly. Cool. And, oh, yeah,
1: that place is really good.
4: I love that place so much. They've
1: got vegan ones that are good. hmm Okay, so I am a vegetarian. The only thing I ever really miss is, like, really, really good, like, sushi-grade fish. hmm just raw fish um so I occasionally like once or twice a couple times a year it's been a little bit more this past year um but I occasionally break being vegetarian so I guess I'm kind of a pescatarian but I really don't eat it often it's kind of like maybe like once every couple of months I just get like such a craving Mm -hmm. I would have like really really good sushi grade fish I don't know what the budget is but even if it was just like one piece, like one piece of really good salmon or really good tuna or something like that, mm-hmm. and my drink of choice would be peach pear Lacroix. Taste, yep, Olive. so true. That's my favorite flavor of Lacroix. I just oh. want like I want it to burn, and, like, <laughs> the, like carbon. I want it to be so cold that it like kind of hurts. Yeah, that's how I drink my seltzer. I love it.
2: Oh
1: yeah.
2: Is it Lacroix
3: or Lacroix?
1: I LaCroix. used to say LaCroix, but then I saw that it was LaCroix. The company God. said. That. Trying to be
3: so fancy.
4: <gasps>
1: LaCroix. Uh. We have a cherry vintage. Vintage is another good seltzer brand. Oh, that's yeah. my favorite. I love vintage. If, if it wasn't Peach Pear LaCroix, it would be one of those special um, polar seltzer flavors. They do limited edition ones. They have like a cranberry cider one. Mm-hmm. That would be my second choice. That one's really good. Tastes like cranberry cider. I don't know how. It has like all these fall spices in it. Mm-hmm. So good. <laughs> uh,
0: so I have the honor of asking the last question and every single person we've spoken to have said that it is the most important question. What's your favorite color? Don't speak all at once now.
1: <laughs> it can't be me first.
4: Wow. Everything I wear is in like black and gray.
0: <laughs> right.
3: Okay. Yeah, it's a very contextual question. depends on yeah uh...
4: um, I, I like I guess I like uh, I like purple. Purple's a good one.
1: Solid choice. What shade of purple?
4: Um, you know the purple kind.:
2: The best kind, yeah.:
3: Yeah: <laughs> I'll go with a uh, forest green.:
2: probably.
1: So true. It's another good one. like floral green Uh, Um, back to title fight oh always um mine changes a lot um it really does uh recently i've been loving orange and red when i dyed my hair orange like a year and a half ago it was like life changing i don't know like matched my makeup and my outfits and my hair and it was great um Mm So i really like oranges, reds and like pinks right now like those are probably the top but i i do love like every color when i make like art like digital art or whatever i mm-hmm. tend to do like a lot of color i don't know i tend to like a lot of like bright colors so yeah <laughs> all right
0: solid uh so as i said that's all the questions we have today is there anything that you guys like to plug
1: Well, um, I'll plug the Booked by Grandma compilation. That's at bookedbygrandma.bandcamp.com. Our song or our cover of Supercut by Lord is the first song on there. I'm super proud of it. It was like such a fever dream making it. I kind of just like tracked all the guitars in like one or two days and then just like did all these vocal parts and I just kind of like sat in the stew, like the home stew. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, listen to my best because I've realized now that It seems that we haven't released any original music since 2018, but we have that song. It's from 2020, and I think it sounds really great. Mike did a super good job on it. And the EP, why not? I feel like it's having a little bit of a revival at the moment because I'm promoting it again.
4: Catch (laughs) us on TikTok, catch us on Instagram. Follow us
1: on TikTok and Twitter and Instagram. Usually it's just my face, though, because I can't see anyone else to take pictures with them. That's true.
0: That's valid. Uh, well, thank you for sending out, this guys. It's been Puppy Angst, and we're the Good Noise Podcast.